This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Byron Breedlove, Managing Editor of the EID Journal, is with us again today. He's going to read his February 2018 cover essay, Commemorating Misadventures, Celebrating Collaborations. Byron, why did you choose Picasso's famous drawing of Don Quixote and Sancho Panza for the cover of February's Zenosis issue? What's the connection? Well, we wanted a simple but compelling work of art that featured human forms and animal forms, especially horses or monkeys, because some of the articles in this issue of EID are about zoonotic infections involving those two animal species. Picasso's famous sketch was simply too irresistible not to use, so I worked with the Artist Rights Society to obtain permission from the current owner of the original, whose identity is not publicly known. What is the Artist Rights Society? The Artist Rights Society is a international group that controls or, or helps with the rights to use images. In other words, if it's a copyrighted image and you want to use it for um, a publication, educational purpose, or commercial purpose, you can apply to them, and then they submit your request to the person who owns the artwork or copyright, and then they decide if you are allowed to use it or not. Ah, okay. Well, care to read your essay now? Sure, but first a quote. What is more dangerous than to become a poet, which is, as some say, an incurable and infectious disease? That's from Don Quixote. For the first half of the 20th century, Spanish artist Pablo Picasso dominated the art world in a variety of creative styles and forms, creating more than 20,000 paintings, prints, drawings, sculptures, and other works. His widely recognized and now iconic black-and-white sketch of Don Quixote proved a departure from his intricate, surreal, and cubist paintings. This briskly rendered drawing first appeared on the cover of the August 18th through 24th, 1955 issue of the journal La Lettre Française. That issue commemorated the 350th anniversary of the publication of Don Quixote Part 1 by Miguel de Cervantes Cervedra in 1605. Together with Part 2, published in 1615, this publication is considered among the greatest, most influential works of Western fiction. In this drawing, Picasso conveys the pervasive lassitude and wariness that readers associate with Cervantes' characters and their series of hopeless quests. The essence of the pair's relationship is distilled in this simple, abstract sketch. Don Quixote de la Mancha dominates the drawing. Picasso portrays him sitting astride his horse, Rocinante gazing straight ahead. Sancho Panza, Don Quixote's loyal squire, sits much lower on his donkey Dapple and tilts his head up toward Don Quixote. The idealistic Don Quixote scans the windmills dotting the horizon, pondering his next adventure while the faithful and practical Sancho Panza, who strives to reason with him, has resigned himself to yet another hapless foray. 
A lopsided sun floats in the upper left of the drawing. Several windmills stand low on the horizon of the La Macha Plateau, and another juts between the two figures. Cervantes scholar Anthony George Larray characterizes these figures as, quote, almost laconic and deformed. He elaborates, the knight's head, capped by what would be Mombrino's helmet, is connected to his shoulders by a neck made with a single thin line, and it sports a pointed nose and a long, equally thin goatee. He carries a lance in his right hand and the reins and a circular shield apparently in his left. Rossinanti is the bag of bones described by Cervantes. Long, thin forelegs, a haunch that looks transparent for the right thigh can be seen behind the left, and with rough lines and shading that suggest girth, loin, croup, and saddle. Sancho appears to the left, a black mass vaguely defining his round body and sitting on Dapple, who has a long, wiry neck and thin, long ears. Rocinante and Dapple appear in all of the novel's various quests, and Picasso portrays man and steed as being inextricably connected. Writer John Katz notes that without Rocinante and Dapple, Don Quixote is hardly a book at all. The two equine companions are mirrors of the men who ride them into every imaginable predicament and misadventure. That human-equine relationship, integral to both the novel and drawing, fits within an extensive, diverse, and evolving history long chronicled in prehistoric cave art, myths, literature, song, and film. Recently discovered archaeological evidence places the earliest domestication of horses as beginning somewhere in the mid-fourth millennium BCE. Though horses may have initially been a source of food, their domestication profoundly advanced human transportation, agriculture, communication, and warfare. In much of the world today, Leisure and competitive riding, often at large-scale events, has supplanted earlier uses, and contemporary human interactions with horses frequently involve riders, caretakers, veterinarians, and therapists. A wide range of infectious diseases affect horses, caused by organisms varying from common equine herpes viruses to a newly identified parvovirus associated with serum hepatitis, as reported in this issue. Some of those diseases can cause significant economic losses to local economies as well as the global horse industry. Another foreseeable consequence from those many close connections between horses and humans is the potential for myriad zoonotic conditions, including anthrax, cryptosporidiosis, Eastern equine encephalitis, Western equine encephalitis, and Venezuelan equine encephalitis, glanders, hendrovirus disease, leptospirosis, and rabies. Misadventures Don Quixote and Sancho Panza were blissfully unconcerned about matters such as zoonotic infections when they trotted off on their humble mounts toward the next windmill on the horizon. Their solitary saga 
frequently cited for its futility, contrast with collaborative approaches such as the One Health Initiative, which emphasizes interdisciplinary collaboration for protecting and preserving human and animal health. Thank you, Byron, for taking time to read your cover essay for us. Listeners can read Commemorating Misadventures, Celebrating Collaborations online at cdc.gov eid. I'm Sarah Gregory for Emerging Infectious Diseases. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.